Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Complete Geeks. That's the name of the show, isn't it? I fucking had a brain fart there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Jesus Christ, it's been yeah. so long. Uh, no, I, actually, <laughs> it's been so long that I've done so little. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, Start with Bob, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, getting into the personal side of things, like pretty much my life has been sort of a blur for the past few weeks because uh, right about a week before my birthday was April 9th. And then about a week before that, just to give context to it, is uh, my sister passed away. And so um, it was very sudden and it was very rapid in terms of the way it happened. And I was at work when I got the news of it. So it's so the past like, you know, eight or ten days or nine, ten days. Was it nine days now? Yeah, it's been you know, a little bit longer than that. It's been sort of like I haven't done a whole lot of anything. Like, you know, just doing little piddly shit, occupying my time, you know, watching TV and things like that. But like in terms of doing any kind of like major gaming or doing anything that's like super involved and the wife has helped me out a lot by, you know, taking my mind off of things and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's just been, yeah, just been going through the motions. It's like shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, she's done, she's done some, she did some awesome stuff. Like for my birthday on that Friday, I was off and, uh, she took me out to a couple like vintage video game stores that are located in uh, Virginia, a little ways from here. And so there's not a whole lot of them in Maryland. So she took me there and then um, took me to like a couple of vintage toy shops and walked around there for a while and picked up a couple of things. Uh, she picked up an Alpha lunchbox, which was funny as hell. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's yeah. And so, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, but in terms of like, sitting down and playing like video games and stuff like that. It just hasn't been keeping my attention very much. And so I just been, yeah, just going through everything. So that's pretty much me for the most part, other than like, Oh, well I had in the show notes, I, I unboxed Unicron. That was a highlight. <laughs> that fucking unwieldy bitch. <laughs> yeah. I've seen oh. the pictures of that thing. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw the little like snippet of the instructions on, I think how to transform it. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine what that entire book looks like. <laughs> well, it, well, it doesn't. It doesn't help that I I get it unboxed. I I set it up in the planet mode, and then uh, Sarah looks at it, and the first thing she looks at, she was like, "It looks like a butthole with teeth." I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You motherfucker!" So I had to go over and uh, I transformed it. It took about half an hour, forty five minutes, but I had to have it like on the table at waist height because the thing is like twenty seven, twenty eight inches tall. It's huge and sitting there trying to transform it. And it's so the ratchets and everything are so tough because of how big it is. It's like, you're afraid you're going to like just break it. But the thing, the thing's very, very well built. It's very well done and it's huge. It looks awesome. It's going to stay exactly on that table. Cause I have no other fucking place to put it in terms of height. So it's going to stay right there on the table and just look like a weird robot toddler sitting there. <laughs> Now it's now it's funny. I was just thinking. I was like, my kid could walk into a room and go, "Hey, that looks like a transformer." And my, I would go, "No, it's a butthole with teeth." Right, right. We no, it's a butthole with teeth. Opposite spectrums. Yep. Nope, it's a butthole with teeth. Leave it alone. But does the yeah, little transformer that's holding come with it, or is that just a norm? 
No, that's a normal. That, that's your that's your retail like twenty dollar <laughs> one, just for comparison. Like that's insane. It's like not even <laughs> fucking past the foot point. It's like yeah. where the foot meets was, the ankle is the height of it. Yeah. I would I would and, love just to see like the engineering behind the entire thing to make uh, it actually function. I I that's couldn't believe point. it because. Well, because the thing is, like, the thing is spherical. It's, it's. I mean, it's a complete ball. Like, it's like, and that's not normal. Like, any other iteration of him that has come out hasn't been, like, that involved. And just for the fact that that giant thing transforms into that ball without any kind of modifications, any kind of add-on parts or anything like that. Like, everything's enclosed in, in him, pretty much. And so to open up all these panels and then make it into a perfectly 360-degree spherical ball is fucking insane. It's it's wild as shit. It's I absolutely love it. It was worth the almost two year wait for it and talking about it incessantly. Was it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only, <laughs> you're like, well, you don't have to hear about it anymore. It's over now. <laughs> it it'll be something else. It'll be something else stupid that'll come along and you're like, oh man, you had to dust off the old bib. <laughs> I missed uh, you, old friend. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's pretty much me how about you organic um i have not done i mean a whole bunch i've watched a decent <laughs> amount of tv mm. um i yesterday i just got back left at six in the morning and got back around 10 o'clock last night but took a trip down to tulsa oklahoma okay just with everything being like so crazy with work and just the year All right um uh, 2019 this big giant like park south of tulsa opened up it was called mm-hmm. gathering place hmm. and what a bunch what, of, what, what hmm? kind of park is it just like a, uh just just a giant kids park uh oh, okay basketball courts things like that but as far as like the kids playground areas go it's won a bunch of like national and worldwide awards for its design um the scale of things oh that's cool so Went and went and checked that out. Um, super awesome. Realized how much of a pain in the ass it is to try to keep up with a seven-year-old kid. I have like <laughs> three knots on my head from just cracking it on wood beams. <laughs> and then, oh, God. so spent about three hours down that way, and then went to the Oklahoma Aquarium. Okay, for the first how was that? Time. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It's not huge, but. Um, they had a really good shark exhibit. They had a giant Pacific octopus in there. Nice. So um, that was really neat and kind of the, um, I guess, tank that it was in was set in like a under or underwater submarine. So there's oh, cool. a lot so of different it's... colors and you could start to see it kind of grab the different colors and camouflage itself. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been wanting to go back to uh, Ripley's Aquarium. I think it's in Georgia, and because uh, they are one of the only aquariums in the world, they held the title for like world's largest aquarium for a long time. But um, yeah. they're the, one of the only ones that have a whale shark on, like actually oh, in the tank. Wow. I was like, holy fuck! Like, so it's yeah, it's it's a it's an awesome aquarium. It's humongous, but because obviously because you're housing a whale shark, but uh. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I love aquariums. The Baltimore Aquarium here, if it wasn't so damn expensive, is an excellent aquarium, even though it's freaking like $50 a head now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
I'm just waiting for whenever is the Tiger King place reopened or under new management. <laughs> oh, I think it, I think it did that. reopen, but <laughs> I, I think, think it, it got shut down again. No, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah. That wasn't too far from you, is it? No, and that's what pisses me off, that I was two <laughs> hours away from that thing and never knew about it. I'm just <laughs> laughing because, like, <laughs> from Toad's standpoint, it's like white trash Disneyland. Like, <laughs> he just goes there and he's like, this is everything I hoped America would be. Like, like you just, like, you just, how's it going? How you doing today? <laughs> Toast is just a shock at all. People actually talk like this. This is fucking weird. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's oh. still. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, uh, no, uh, no. You can keep talking. I'm still reading about the GW Zoo and see if it's still open. <laughs> yep. So yeah, did did the Tulsa thing. Got back. Um, it was nice just to kind of get away, and mm. um, actually, like shockingly, like. With the whole COVID things going on, Oklahoma was actually exercising it better than Kansas is at the moment. Oh, but it was it was cool for that that big of a playground area and still seeing like all that stuff being followed pretty good. Hmm. Did they have any of the sections closed off? Because I know I know here they have sometimes with certain playgrounds they have them like closed off and everything, especially the ones that aren't cleaned regularly. Um, no, they didn't, but they had, like, a full-on staff on, like, every area that was constantly going through and wiping stuff down. Yeah, that is... Get off, of, get off of slides, there were sanitizing stations. Yeah, see, with, uh, here, it's, like, any kind of, like, public park or anything like that, when they don't have any kind of staff, they, they shut those down, but I believe that anything that has, like, a staff involved with it, they left open, because, like you said, they can clean it. Yep. So, finished up with that earlier this week. I found a fun little documentary on Hulu, mm-hmm. which was called The Orange Years. I don't know hmm. if you guys have heard of that at all. No. Um, came out in 2018, and it's basically the the history of Nickelodeon. Oh, that's cool. I would actually, I would really watched that, like, immediately. <laughs> I know. And, like, I was talking to my sister, and I was going through, like, all the Paramount Plus stuff that they added on, and she sent me a screenshot, and I was like... Holy shit, I was like, how have I never heard about this? But it, it, sounds... it goes, I mean, all the way back from, like, the very early 80s as it was kind of launching into a network, where it was derived from, and then kind of all the different transfer transformations into it. Oh, cool. And essentially it goes all the way up to basically Nickelodeon Studios shutting down. Oh, yeah. That, Orlando. I mean... Yeah, it's crazy because you think that's fairly recent, but I think we—I think I read about it the other day. It wasn't recent. You're just like, oh god, no, oh. not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how's it, speaking of Paramount Plus? How's it treating you there, Toast? <laughs> uh, yep, uh, I got a login off of well, Bob's wife this time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, there's a few things I've been watching on that. The Stand, yeah. the Stephen King thing. Okay, is that a Stephen King book? It's made yes, it yeah, emergency. the Stand of Stephen King. Yep. Yeah, and then the reason, the real reason I got it, uh, challenge all stars, is only on Paramount Plus. It was, that was, it was just like I, I love for the fact that like no shame because you were just like, does anybody have a Paramount Plus by chance? And I like I and 
she was sitting there next to me and I was like, can Toast use the Paramount Plus? She was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And so like I gave it to you and I was like, what's the real reason? He was like, oh, new challenges on there. And I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, that takes precedent over everything. Got to give it to him. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like it's the All-Stars one. So it's the people that were, were competing back in like 2000 that are on it now that are like in their 50s. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, one of the things, uh, one of the things I found, of course I did, organic is uh all of the 2003 teenage mutant ninja turtle series is on there oh really I yeah i catch that yep i was flipping through because it was like i was looking for the, like that season on like prime i was like well if they have it on amazon prime i can always start buying them and it was like you know zero dollars with your paramount plus membership and i was like excuse me and i checked it and because that, that was a well that was a fox kid show but uh yeah all seven seasons are on there so oh, that's super cool yeah, and there's also no, something. Like, I think it's the Amazing Race host has got some show that's been going the past two years that looks. Oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I need to check that out. It's something about <laughs> hard just, work or like, some pish, some other reality thing. Yeah, I was gonna say you're like you're like what trash reality TV sold. <laughs> Sign me up. Have they yeah, mentioned like, anything? I'm, I about, don't. Like, I'm too scared to open Hulu because I'd just fucking I'd find something in there, I'd find something else. So I just I just let. <laughs> The messies do with that. Don't touch it. Yeah. Have they mentioned anything about like Paramount Plus coming to the UK at all, or no? The I think it's there's no date, and it's going to be through Sky or something that you end up getting. It. Oh, like again, Sky's like with the Peacock. Over here. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe I'm getting mixed up with Peacock and didn't look up Paramount oh. Plus. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't know, be Sky surprised because own everything. Like, yeah, I was going to say it's, it's probably. They probably have that fucking foothold, and so it's like nothing can pass through. Nothing can be approved unless it passes through us directly. And it's like, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why when you asked, I was like, you know, if she says, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, because I, I don't know that. I understand the whole entire like meaning of it, but I think it's bullshit that you're gonna have to wait. Like, I mean, Peacock, they haven't even made any mention. I haven't even read any news on when it's supposed to come out there. And Paramount Plus, it's just you take that kind of shit for granted, where it's like. Here you're like, oh, I can just sign up for this, but in the UK, it's like we don't know when we're going to get it if we get it, which yeah. is odd to me. It's... Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. who gives a fuck? We'll see. <laughs> right. Paramount Plus also has like live sport. I think it's got like the yeah. soccer, the, yeah, like, the Champions do. League, and all that shit. Which um, over you, here would be a fortune if you were subscribing to like one of the channels that show it. Do you get ESPN Plus there or no? There's there is ESPN, but it's not the same schedule. It's like okay. a European schedule that shows different things from you guys. I think I I did ESPN do that. I did I did finally break down and and put everything back together in terms of like my Disney Plus and then my Hulu and I got ESPN Plus now. So if you need that, let me know. I don't do anything really with it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, got hey. it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, because it's all the, it's the same price for Disney Plus and uh, Hulu sure. without mm-hmm. ads, and then that's just like thrown in. So I was like, well, I was like, if I'm paying for it, I might as well get it. And they have a couple things on there I'll watch. Like, you know, they have uh, what is it, the thirty on thirty or thirty? Is it thirty on thirty yeah, or 30 whatever? Thirty on thirty, those docs. Yeah, 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 they have some of those documentaries I'm interested in watching and stuff like that. But I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of live sports. But if you see something on there, you fine. Let me know. Uh, yeah, we'll do. Otherwise, we'll just give, just fucking make a spreadsheet with all your logins and just. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, 
the business goes up. Like I made a few phone calls. All right, look, we got Peacock, ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what? You know, she's probably like, how the fuck do you know all these people? Yeah, like, nope, it's yeah. just one. <laughs> yep, it's just one guy. Just one guy who doesn't pay for cable, but pays for <laughs> the other channels. Uh, uh, are you still it, on that? Just talking about subscriptions. Did you not try that Sling TV or a while ago? Organic. No, I've never tried no. Sling. Or was it, or was a PlayStation? I thought there was something. Oh, no, the PlayStation I View. I uh, I never I, I never did that. I knew I might even have been mind. the last podcast people. I was talking to that, but I can't remember. I know a coworker of mine was really hardcore into PlayStation View, and then they shut it down. He was like, what yeah, the I, fuck? Yeah, I heard it was decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it's so, been a blur. Anyway, it's been a blurry TV license here, so. <laughs> you can just tell that we've been, like, completely, like, checked out for the past, like, month. Because <laughs> we're all just like... Okay. My game just addictions have just consumed me. I just have shut right. down from news, yeah. from fucking everything. Man, I'm I'm glad glad somebody got some game time out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just the same shit again and again. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right. Uh, so, anyways, to like to to close that off, um, I ended up. Um, we'll get into kind of Falcon and Winter, but. Going off of that, I started going back through and rewatching all of Daredevil on Netflix. Nice, man. Uh, I I forgot how great that show was. Yeah, it makes me sad that uh, it makes me sad that it's not that Disney has made no mention of trying to bring it back yet, at least. No, and I I know they have some intention of possibly bringing back those actors into it, but mm-hmm. there's just a lot of good stuff in there. Absolutely. And then, ba- based on the last show that we did, we were talking about Godzilla and getting ready for Godzilla versus Kong. I went back and fi- finally watched Godzilla: King of All Monsters. You never watched um, it? No, I, I never. Like I, I started it and never kind of got back to it. So went went through and watched that. Um, man, it's, it's a really fun movie. It's. Mm-hmm. It's funny, it's so disconnected from the first one and kind of what they were going after. But it was kind of like, oh shit, we have all the rights to these characters now. Let's fucking use it while we got it. Yeah. It's I mean, like Toho gave us access to this. Out the last time we were talking about this. So you're saying that there's an actual like story that runs through these things? Yes. Fuck off. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the MonsterVerse, man. Come on. Yep. So it's canon so, that these two inhabit the same world. No. Yes, that very very well known. <laughs> that, man. That's listen that's the listen thing. to the mentions of Skull Island. That's the thing that toast. That's the thing that pushes toast too far. You mean a giant gorilla and a giant lizard inhabit the same world? Not a three headed <laughs> dragon or a giant moth or anything? Nah, fuck that. I'm done. Suspension of disbelief is gone. Like, I mean, I, I get a, a fucking our national animal is a unicorn, so yeah, <laughs> I'm on board with some bullshit, but <laughs> it reaches a certain level. <laughs> oh god. I'm just like, also, I'm just picturing like Scotland is just like a bunch of wild. You, you see the horses over there. Oh, they're not horses; they're unicorns. It's just a fucking wild, <laughs> wild unicorns on the country. Got all glued, fucking little fucking cardboard yep. tubes onto their head. Yep, uh, empty toilet roll, uh, fucking things. Oh man, uh, 
No, I, also, <laughs> for people that get offended by my swearing, it's not my fault. It's how I was brought up. A recent study has confirmed that Glasgow's the worst area in uh, the UK for swearing. We do it almost uh, that's double the only thing it's compared worse for? to the, the place it's in second. <laughs> uh, also, stabbings. Stabbings? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can't, I don't know the current thing, but at one point we were like... Swearing because they're getting stabbed. If, if that doesn't sum up why you're so obsessed with Sea of Thieves, I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know the latest figures, but I'm, I'm sure at one point we were like the knife murder capital of the world or Europe. Oh my god. Oh uh, my god. Man. It's like Baltimore I want that t-shirt. A, right? <laughs> There's also Just some unicorn Facebook hold. posts going about where people are going on about, oh, you can say you love Paris, you can say you love this place, but nobody does it as good as Glasgow. And the first comment is, my gran got stabbed in Glasgow. <laughs> I just want a, I just want a Glasgow shirt. And it's just like, I got this shirt and it's just full of holes in it. I just want to. I want to. I want a Glasgow shirt that is just like a unicorn head with a knife in its teeth. Like, <laughs> like that's that's what I want. I might need to look into merch ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Perfect. I supposedly we swear over a hundred times for every thousand, and I think the next closest was like fifty in second place for every thousand there- words. But isn't there have haven't there been studies in the past too where they were saying that people that use like swear swearing as like a filler are it's like they're more intelligent because of the way their brain moves, like the way their brain flows. It's like they have to have words that will fill in there. Something about a language language just might be a good thing. But yeah, I tell the people that get offended by the word cunt. Right. <laughs> I just laugh because, like, what was it? Discord. You said something like, uh, "You're like, I try to be more reserved on the podcast," and I was like, "He actually does." And when you when you brought it up, I started thinking about it. I was like, "He actually does," because there are times where I'm playing with him on Xbox where I'm just like, "Yep, there he is." Like that's toast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Most people worry about going um or ah too often. I worry about dropping right. too many c bombs. <laughs> right. Well, it's, that's one of the big things that I try to actively avoid is not saying um or ah, and I'm, I'm the same way, though. I'll fill in a fuck, or an, like, you know, I would just fill in, like, a fuck or something like that, just so that way I don't say um. Yep. yep. Uh, so I think that's on me, and I guess we talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I'm sure you will have a lot to say, but I don't. Uh, I was about to give up. I think after episode three, and this idea that episode I, four, I was my well, last one. I was trying, and obviously that got me hooked. Man, I was—I almost gave up after two. Yeah. I don't know I, what I, it is. It's like the action me. stuff is good, but I just—I'm not being invested in it in any way. It, it's funny because, like, I'm—I I am such like I have such a Captain America bias that it's literally just—I've been fine the whole time. Like, I've been okay with watching it the whole time. Like, I haven't been bored or anything. So, but I think it's just me being like, oh my God, like, I actually get to see this shit in live action. This is great. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like basically ever since that f- the start where you're, you get Falcon flying about, yeah. that was cool. Since then, I was yep. bored. Yeah. <laughs> but then the way episode four ended, that was like, okay, I guess I'm watching the rest of yeah. this. It's only six then, episodes, isn't it? So it's- yeah. yeah. And then episode five was episode five was fantastic i thought that was really cool yeah yeah it was good um and i mean the way the episode four left off i mean i think that was by by frame one of the like 
most icon- iconic shots they could have shown. Yeah. Then episode five, episode five had that really good shot where it was like Walker when he was like on his knees and he had the shield and he was like blocked behind the shield and it was just he was off to the left. I was like, oh, that's a cool shot, and you just saw the blood all over the shield and everything. I was like, damn. But, oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, I I think I like it a lot because it shows the context of like, you know, regardless of who has what super soldier serum or whatever it's like the morals of the person or what makes actually you know what makes captain america captain america it yeah. isn't just like you know you can be a superhero all you want but obviously if you if you don't have that good moral compass you can go about murdering people and have no problems with it you know yeah so it's yeah I, but i understand where you, from you guys' standpoint there are a couple spots where i'm like i thought there would be more action than this like because it's different for like Wanda and Vision or WandaVision because, you know, the actual story is carrying through. They didn't need to be a lot of action because there was so much mystery and everything behind it. This is more like we have to find this person and stop them. And so after a while, it starts to get sort of boring because there's no major revelations or anything like that. So, you the I've seen a lot of people complaining about it getting political with racism and all that. Like, I've got no issue with that. But was that in the like, is that addressed in the comics? Because I know. Like the comics yeah. had complained about the same thing at different times, and Stanley just told them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, so, um, so with Isaiah Bradley and everything like that, that wasn't done until like you know mid 2000s, but that was all explained in that's how it came about. Like, that was all explained in the comics with you know essentially Marvel's version of the Tuskegee experiments where they experimented, you know, on African Americans for the super soldier serum before they gave it to before they gave it to uh to Steve and I mean we're talking like this is like 2000 I think 3 or 2004 they released that comic and then with Captain America in general especially when they were doing Captain America's run around that time a lot of it was like political like it was pretty much like this like espionage political influence and things like that and so this is a very much harkened to that it isn't just a they're not doing it just to be I mean I'm sure they're doing it because it's culturally relevant for right now but yeah. it was it's one of those things where like that, that all that stuff was already set in stone they already had the groundwork for it they didn't do it just to do it because it just made them look you know woke or anything like that yeah because yeah. it seems like you've had like from looking at it it seems like the dickheads that didn't like it in the comics at the time got all their complaining out and now it's the people that yep. aren't in tune with the comics but are the same mindset that are thinking oh you're putting politics and everything that doesn't exist don't realize yep. that it was been in there the whole time sort of thing yeah and yeah and that's exactly it it's uh it's uh they haven't they haven't seen you know anything from the comic books and like i said uh the comic book is called uh truth red white and black and uh it came out in 2003 and right. yeah it's yeah so it goes to show you and it was i remember seeing stuff about that because it was a really really good book but people back then were saying the same thing they were like oh why do you got to do this and why do you have to you know make captain america about this and it's like well it actually would make sense you know from a standpoint of they actually would have done that because they have done that and also if Steve Rogers, like they said, if Steve Rogers would have known about it, he would have put a stop to it. He wouldn't have had it. This wouldn't have happened, but he didn't know about it because nobody yeah. really knew about it. And it's just, I mean, it's just, I think it's just one of those things where they looked at that storyline and they were like, actually, this makes a lot of sense. We should put it in here. And 
from a political standpoint, I think it's, I think it's, it works very, very well. And then I think it's cool about the whole entire, like the flag smasher thing, because it's like, that would make a lot of sense. And I could definitely see, especially in this current political climate, I can definitely see a group of people wanting to go back to the way it was, before, you know, after the snap and then, or, you know, before Thanos got defeated, like, you know, I would, there would definitely be political groups like that these days that would definitely do that. And I, I don't know, usually those people that complain about being too political are the ones that are the ones posting on Facebook about being political. So, <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing I had to Google was who the person was with the blank business card. But that seems like that could be an interesting setup for the future. Yeah. Um, like, so, so can't spoil it, I guess. No, yeah. it's uh, 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 I'll keep that. Uh, I'll keep that one. I had to look it up because I had to remember it. But then once I got a jits of what I remembered, I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, well, you'll you can leave that one. Lie. Let sleeping dogs lie on that one. But it does get interesting. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. what else did they do? Fuck all. Well, the Paramount <laughs> right. Plus stuff. Uh, yep. So the stand, this is something I've been fucking strong armed and given a try because it's not something I'd usually watch. Uh, but she's well, a big was, fan of all the Stephen King books. Like she's. Really I was going to say, so. was it? Yeah. Was it the the missus told you to do it? Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay. I think we're on episode three, or f- we've either finished three or two i can't remember mm. but it's one of the ones that i'm not going to binge it's going to be because they're like hour-long episodes and there's a lot of shit you need to pay attention to so i'm not oh so you can't watch it you can't like look at your phone or anything like that yeah like if i end up watching two or three episodes like towards the second and the or the end of the second and the third i'd be on my phone more and more and more sort of thing and, so. it's, and it's funny that you say that because i do the same shit and i think that's the reason why i like watching like a lot of like true crime documentaries and stuff like that because I don't have to keep like paying attention and they put out a lot of like descriptive audio so it's like if I need to look down at my phone for something or if I need to like if I'm sitting there like fucking with like an action figure or playing with like a model kit or something like that I don't have to keep full intention of intent on the screen because I do the same shit that you do it's if I'm watching like three or four episodes like by the time I get to the fourth episode I'm like what happened oh shit now I end up re-watching it Whereas I think I just started Shit's Creek the last episode. I've now finished that because that's a definitely oh. a bingeable thing. So, so uh, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all strong all throughout. A little slow yeah. at the start of the final season, but the mm-hmm. pro- the last episode was probably one of the funniest. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you got because I remember you were talking about uh, the first season. You were like, I don't know about this, and it's like, no, just keep going. I I think you'll like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, I good. didn't realize. Like, I knew it was obviously father and son, but I didn't realize his sister was in it for yeah, like the yeah. ages until I just stumbled. Like, I seen the name when I was oh, wow. looking at some, like being the one that owns the diner or runs the diner. Yeah, uh, it it's just funny because like how I don't know how some of the the dial some of the dialogue, especially uh, what's his name's son, his like facial expressions are like so natural you're just like you just like there are times where he didn't even say anything i'm just laughing at him because of his facial expressions of like sheer disgust or bewilderment and stuff like that you're like what the fuck yeah and i mean it's i think that's partly why i liked it as well it's canadian out instead of american isn't it Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can tell the difference in comedy acting between the two it's like less slapstick and more like emotive and stuff like that 
Mm-hmm. Uh, emotive can be the word of the day, I guess. Uh, yep. <laughs> Good job. I, Look, I you didn't know. even I mean, curse. American you curse or anything. Got its, American comedy's got its place, but a lot of it is the same. Yeah. Sort of stuff. Uh, it's it's like the sitcom trope. Yeah, you get yeah. tired of it after a while. Whereas that had some like underlying plot points and emotional shit and all that to it, uh, besides just raw comedy or whatever. Uh, and then fucking that mum from Home Alone. I don't know what the fuck her accent is. That's just nuts. <laughs> it's like it's all over the place. I think that's there's, the there's one episode where the one that plays the daughter does an impression of it. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was pretty good. I'd recommend that to anybody. And I restarted the Marvel binge shit. Uh, so I've watched. I think the last thing I watched was Age of Ultron, which no. just being pretty fresh off of One Division was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, I couldn't remember half of that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, yeah. But up I... next is Ant Man. So I don't. I mean, that's just I'm going to be on my phone during that fucking thing. <laughs> during that fucking thing <laughs> just a, a, like well it, from what i remember it doesn't tie into the big world very much in any way like everything else has bits you're like oh shit yeah i remember that when you go back and you watch it, it's like yeah that's going to come into play in this movie in the future and all that whereas ant-man i think is one of the most standalone probably i think the yeah. wasp gets a little bit deeper but that's something that i barely paid attention to because i didn't like it at the time <laughs> but Maybe going back and when I do get to that and I'm watching it the second time, I'll see little smart bits where it ties in and shit, but I don't know. Uh, I like what you're talking about watching Daredevil. It's right about where I should be if I'd stuck with watching the TV shows, but fuck that. Because <laughs> <laughs> after Age of Ultron, I would have had to have watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, season 2 mm. for two episodes. Like just episode 20, oh. 22, then it would be Ant Man. And like before Age of Ultron, it's episodes 1 to 19 and all that shit. And then Daredevil season 1 comes right before Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. So like I watched oh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 1 and 2 because they're back to back timeline wise. Uh, uh, two's pretty shit. Uh, yeah, it seems like a little much. Yeah, I liked one. Uh, I thought it was a good sort of comic relief sort of team but then two is mm. it's still funny but i don't know it's just stupid as well like yeah it's just mm. that movie drives me nuts as you like them all together and that movie spreads them all out yeah uh, it's like father and son for 90 percent, and fucking sisters for 90 percent, and then what fucking Groot and the raccoon are with Whatever the name the blue guy's name is, uh, Drax. Uh, what's no, good? Yondu. Yondu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good. Like, it makes you end up liking Yondu a lot more. That's uh, a good job of that. But right. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, and then D and D UK. I've pushed the pause button on because uh, no, <laughs> it's just um. The world's reopening. The 26th were allowed uh, to tra- like travel and stay outside their areas and all that sort oh, of okay. ish. So that from the 26th, I've got seven nights away booked. 
which means I'm also going to miss the episode that follows that week, like the next episode. Cause so where, uh, where are you going? Where are you going? Uh, just that fucking cottage thing that's got like like in the middle of nowhere that's got its own private beach and all that stuff. Oh, with the, are uh, you bringing the you bring the dogs again and everything? Yep, dogs. Oh. Uh, Mrs. I think her sister <laughs> might be coming. I like the list. Dogs, I guess the misses. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so just go up there. It's, there's like next to no signal as well, so I can check in on Discord, but I won't be watching stuff. So it's like get a little bit drunk, start download. play some poker. Fucking you better start downloading shit now. <laughs> yep. Nah, I'll be fine. Hmm. Uh, but I so that's seven nights of that. So I missed the next podcast on the second, uh, and it turns out like I've not been paying attention, but I'll be away for my birthday, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know everything. Like I've not suffered much at all with fucking lockdowns and COVID and all that shit because I'm. My social shit's very fucking limited, limited to like family mm. parties and all that. I don't do much outside otherwise. Uh, so it's done next to nothing but just getting away for a break. I've fucking missed. Uh, even though I did go away to, what was it, Budapest last year? Like in between lockdowns. Right. Uh, but I end up, it's just it's just been work, come home. The games have been fucking dry as fuck, so there's not been a lot of variety there. Yeah. And then go back out to work, come home, just rinse and repeat for like fucking. It feels like eight years, but it's only been one. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get it. Man. Looking forward to it anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you know, the missus goes over and she talks about like my. I always mentioned my birthday last year, and she was just like, she's like, oh, here we go. She was like, woe is you, and I was like, shut up, woe is me. Last year, I went out to a Seven Eleven. That was the highlight of my birthday. <laughs> Like, you know, because that was, like, the height of, like, you know, I was on, that was, like, the height of quarantine and everything like that. And it was, like, I ran to a 7-Eleven. Like, and my 7-Eleven is <laughs> yep. two minutes away, and that was it. And it was, like, fuck. So, yeah, it's, I, I understand. It's, yeah, it's. Yeah. I it, mean, you just have obviously been a lot more open. <laughs> a lot yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, whereas in Scotland, it's, we kind of follow the UK, but we're two weeks behind everything because our fucking first minister has to make her own decisions sort of thing. She doesn't want to be seen to be right. doing the exact same as fucking Boris the clown that is. Right. Uh, Boris but, the clown. But I mean that's that's good though. That means that means they're you know, she's dictating her country how she should see it and pretty much like letting letting Boris and everything. It's like, all right, well if it's fucked up, I'm two weeks behind him, so I know how to course correct or I know how, what to do in terms of, you know, staying closed and things like that. Pretty much letting him be the giddy pig. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's just here. It, uh, they just ahead. opened up outdoor uh, meetings of six, up to six people from any number of households. I think before then it was you could only meet like with four people outside and only across two households and all that shit. Mm. So Dave had a barbecue Saturday, which was the day that it thinged. And last night was pretty fucking. It was back to sleepy Dave time. It's the first oh. time I've seen that since before lockdown. Yeah. Uh, because he'd been fucking oh, yeah. like midday barbecue drinking all day and then getting on and trying to play GTA. I uh, I could imagine like the way somebody like Dave cuz I'm I'm pretty much like an extroverted introvert. So if you like sit me down in front of a TV like I have no problem not talking for a long time. 
and yeah, it's exactly. you know but if you put me in a social situation i'll sit there and shoot the shit and have fun but i could imagine somebody like dave because dave just sounds like he's like he'd be a fun guy to get drunk with i wonder if he had a hard time during lockdown because of the fact he couldn't do things like cookouts and shit like that yeah like, like he's always even like his family it's like he'd always have his family up at the weekend for this thing or that right. thing and his next door fucking neighbor he'd be fucking constantly out with and all that pish uh, right but aye the world's opening it's seeming better uh yeah We'll see what happens with fucking vaccines, but that's a different yeah. fucking animal. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a different avenue in general. But yeah, that's that's one of the things where I have you know I still follow like guidelines and everything like that. Like obviously, like just because I'm fully vaccinated doesn't mean I'm fucking invincible. It's just you know I still wear a mask when I need to and things like that and what's required of me. But I do feel a little bit safer now going out and doing things and gallivanting around without having to, like, not having the ad- additional stress of that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, not I, good for anyway, you, man. So, I'm D&D got paused yep. for that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't see me being able to commit to every second Sunday and, like, plus the prep time before that. Fuck that. Uh, I have yeah. things to do. <laughs> and big, really and big. Me out. Yeah, and uh, and big ups to Shine too because like I saw the Shine. I just read it beforehand. He was asking if somebody, you know, even though we play late, if somebody, you know, if the guys wanted to scratch an itch or something like that, they can always, you know, join in on ours. So yeah, yeah. Like once I'm back from this thing in a couple of weeks, I'll probably look into like doing the occasional one shot where it's just pre-made characters just come in, mm-hmm. try a different class, fucking do this or something, and so it's like one or two sessions maybe back-to-back nights or something like that, but then the next thing won't be for another few months. Right. Some shit. Uh, just to keep, I don't know, the group together almost, like, so that if things do, fuck, I don't know, fucking the way our country is, they might end up locking us back down in the winter because it fucking starts, people start to get sniffles again. It, it's, uh, uh, it, it's really funny, though, because, like, uh, it's, <laughs> I've never seen a and d campaign finished. Like finished from like you know you like you said the occasional like one shots or the little mini campaigns and stuff but like an actual campaign campaign it just sucks because they're uh, so like because you're playing the long ball with them it's yeah. it's hard to finish them and it's like I hope you don't take it as like you're like failing them or anything like that because of the fact that it's like it's difficult I mean we imagine trying to finish something that takes like outside of like being forced to finish we play every three weeks it's it's a difficult thing to to try and finish. And so it's just keep your notes and, you know, ask the guys that they want to join back in. If not, you can modify the campaign, but I don't know the UK guys, they, they seem like they were pretty bummed out. So I'm sure, you know, if they took a break for a little while, they would, they would start back up perfectly fine without, you know, any yeah. kind of, any they kind just of run issue. It like an NFL season, 16 yeah. weeks. Yep. <laughs> Over Take winter. a break. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you know what's really funny is you could totally do that, <laughs> like do it as a season. I mean, that's how most of the mm-hmm. isn't that how like some of the D and D YouTubers and stuff do it. They do it as like a season and then they take a break and they come back. I can tell you the one I'm fucking the one I do pay attention to. I'm like three years behind, so I'm playing mm-hmm. catch yeah. up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know then shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, uh, I mean, they got they finished that like that book that one to five thing. So I figured that was a. A good enough stopping point, better than anything else I could come up with. 
So like the next thing if we do resume is a totally like it'll be the same characters, but it's like the next chapter of the story essentially. Like I'm that's cool. Together. Yeah, uh, and I mean you should that do it as their kids. Fucking long, however many months. You should do it as their kids. <laughs> <laughs> like just do the old typical trope of like you are the son of this person. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's us. I think getting on to yeah. games. It's only taken forty-five minutes. Yeah, but I've got a feeling this isn't going to take forty-five minutes. No. Uh, uh, so, Bob, how have you played? <laughs> um, I mean, other than the few like little stupid things around, I've been playing. I went back to playing Zelda games, and I'm playing mm-hmm. A Link to the Past yet again. I'm just picking up and playing like 30 minutes of it here, 30 minutes of it there. Um, haven't played anything. I've tried to get back. So, Monster Hunter Rise. I tried to get into that a little bit, and uh, yeah, if you don't keep on that consistently, you don't remember the controls for shit. So I think I'm gonna have to start all the way over, even though I'm still in the tutorial. Really? Um, yeah, it's the the controls. <laughs> it's not even been out that long. How could you? Have no, it's on? not. Yeah, the the fucking controls in that game are like they're not bad. Like in terms of like you know bad controls, it is just a lot to remember. And I'm just like, what the fuck is that? What is that thing? Where does this go? Fuck. I'm like, all right, cool. Like fuck me. Um. Meant to play the Resident Evil 8 demo. Didn't do that because it was only open for eight hours. What is that shit? <laughs> right. I, yeah. Yeah. I watched the thing on it. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, but yeah, they, it, in the anniversary for Resident Evil, they only opened it up for like eight hours and then cut it back off again. I was oh, like, that's nice. And it was like, and from my standpoint, it was like something stupid. It was, it was like, Something till four a.m. or something. It was like five p.m. to four a.m. or some shit, shit like that. Or like, it was some wacky ass time that was like an eight-hour gap. And I was like, well, if I feel like staying up till four a.m. and not recording tomorrow, sure, I'll fucking play it. And it was only a thirty-minute demo anyway. And I'm like, it comes out in a month. I don't care. I'll just wait a month to play it. <laughs> so I take it this was something but, different from that tech demo that they had. Played. Yeah, this is actually like a gameplay demo. One of them was like. I think the demo itself was an hour long, but like 30 minutes was in the actual village itself and another 30 minutes was in the castle. And so... I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it looks great. I mean, it's, you know, the RE engine running Resident Evil, but it's one of those things where I'm not... I am hyped for the game. I think the game's going to be great, but I'm not hyped enough to sit there and stay up till 4 a.m. to play a demo that for a game that's coming out in a month. I'm like, mm, okay, cool. Yep. Yep. That's uh, that's me with video games. <laughs> okay. uh, yep. Organic. Did you just forget to do your notes, or have you not played anything? <laughs> no, I I honestly have not played anything. Um, outside of kind of what I went into with everything life wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also been like trying to get everything done around the house with just springtime. Right. Like, gutting my entire fence and replacing all that so so are you are you back to a normal schedule at work are you still doing that like wacky ass shit where you're as normal as it can be okay i mean (laughs) it's i mean it's more of the time change has allowed me to do some more stuff Mm. but yeah it's it's getting better but that's good yeah so just gut gutting the entire fence around the house um, which I wanted to do last year when COVID started and it did not happen. And now getting back into the swing and seeing how much lumber has fucking skyrocketed. 
Yep. Lumber is like, it, it's funny because that's like one of those weird byproducts. And another thing is too is like, especially for the states, uh, lumber is skyrocketed because houses are being built because everybody and their mother wants to buy a house right now because yep. they hear the words, they hear the words like, you know, low interest rates and everybody and their mother buys a house. But now all these people, it's like the Hunger Games out here. Um, my one friend just sold her house and the guy was like, oh yeah, he was like, well, just appraise, you know, she had a set price on it. And then he was like, oh yeah, whatever the price is, um, whatever it appraises at, if it's more, just add 5,000 to it and we'll go from there. I'm I like, fucking don't understand Americans. Right, like, why do you dude. build your houses out of fucking things that I, like, I mean, we don't have tornadoes over here, but we build our houses with brick. You build them with fucking lumber so that fucking a tornado comes along and tears it apart. Why not build it with bricks? Well, and then it fucking there goes there goes toes not cussing during the. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey hey, just because we have shed houses here, toes doesn't mean. <laughs> I mean, I get that you can get away with it because you don't need the insulation, right? But fucking like, but we still in, we still we still insulate the shit out of them. <laughs> I bet. Well, compared to over here, it's right, nice. right. But also, uh, it, it's funny because, like I said, we've had that discussion before. It's like we'll look at a house that's over in like Scotland or something. Like, oh, how old's that house? Oh, this house is you know three hundred years old, and it's like, how old's that house? Oh, this was built in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, and uh, I just don't get it. Like, you're in a country with fucking earthquakes and all that, but you make things as flimsy as possible. Hey man, they, they got to survive the earthquake. Sorry, <laughs> listen. Uh, yeah, so like the funny thing, like the cost of materials is, I ended up it was cheaper to go with like a full PVC fence, which is one of the most expensive ones you can do, than going really? over. Wow, holy so, fuck, that's a so lot. That's what, I, that's what I ended up going with, and luckily I had, um, I was like kind of pricing it out all the different stores around town and found one of my lows that had it priced at three different prices within their store. So I got it for about 45% off because of their price there. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And then, uh, I mean, the good thing is like, at least with PVC fencing, if you, you know, it'll last forever compared to, yeah. uh, compared to, you know, wood and stuff like that. It'll last a lot longer as long as you take care of it. And so, yeah. did you get like, did you have to get it? Did you get like a big privacy fence or, yeah, it's it's yeah. a basically they sell them in eight by six panels. Yeah. All right, we so, gotta move yeah, away from this. We we gotta move away <laughs> from this subject because I just thought about this. I was like, how much is this fucking podcast is degraded to the point where we're talking about fencing? Go like, go on, <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. That, like to be honest, I thought we missed last week. Oh, we're gonna have shitloads to talk about. This is gonna be a long fucking episode. <laughs> no, the, 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 focus the Google Doc and gaming, and I'm like, uh. Okay. <laughs> what did you say? Like, what did you say during the code. Discord notes? You're like, you're like, I have a hard stop in two hours. And I, was like, right, I was like, so I, I, I played real life Sims and real life Minecraft. So, all right, back to you, Toast. <laughs> uh, Outriders. Surely he's, we've, we've not played since Outriders launched. We've not recorded. Have you not tried Outriders? I mean, I'll play I it with went you. through the tutorial. I played it. I played it with you and my cousin. Oh yeah, so you did. Yep, <laughs> yep. So, uh, I, I mean, I I've like it. Finished it on two characters, and I'm just uh, leveling them up to get like the best loadout for the fucking. So, so are you challenge. playing single player? Uh, f- 
for the most part, I've done some co-op, like the end game okay. stuff I've done with Scott. Uh, okay. For, uh, how is it? Uh, how is the single player? Fine. It's, okay. Cool. Um, I mean, uh, that, like, that entices me. <laughs> I've played with a shitload of different people, and depending on how they carry themselves, single player is easier almost because I'm not mm. having to deal with the fact that there's twice as many mobs spawning. The, right. The other half isn't quite taken care of, and that can be based off of like your character build and all that shit. So, like one of the things was it Devastator you were playing, Bob? No, I was playing the. Uh, I was one. playing the Pyromancer. All right, I might have been your cousin, Buzza. Yeah, he was playing the Devastator, or yeah. no, uh, was it the Trickster? Don't know. I'm the Trickster, yeah. or I was okay. the Trickster when I was playing right. with these. Uh, but like Devastators don't kill things as fast. To so see like certain groups in the end game, they're just kicking Devastators if they join them. Because the whole end game is based off of time trials, clearing a thing fast enough to get gold, which means you get the gold rewards and shit. No so if you see like, a Devastator join, they're like, nope, I'll kick them and hope that a Trickster or a Technomancer comes in, because they're like the two biggest DPS classes right now. Mm. Uh, which seems a little bit fucking annoying, because it's matchmaking thing. Like, uh, It's not like you're joining a host's lobby or just matchmaking the same way somebody else is and then it randomly assigns who the leader of that group is and like there's even some trolls are kicking people at the fucking once they've finished the mission before they've collected the loot just so the other person doesn't get any loot and that's all based off a random host or random person in the group being assigned as the leader that can then kick whoever they want uh Hmm. that's stupid that'd be more that's that's more insult i'd be if they kick me out in the beginning, it's like okay, moving on. But like to do that so that way you don't get the fucking rewards. Oh man, I'd be hot. Yep. Uh, yeah. But the game itself, the campaign can be depending on what world tier you play on. You can clear mm-hmm. it in like fifteen hours, or you could take like forty hours. Okay. Uh, all the side mission stuff, uh, things like that. Like you don't realize how much just dying two or three times on a boss adds to like your overall time when there's like a million different fucking bosses you end up fighting through this hmm. thing now uh, I, I played through I was doing the world tier thing and then a video got linked by Scott again I think it was because he's balls deep in this uh, mm-hmm. this sounds like a Scotland game yeah it's like Diablo with sure elements mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. That's what the end game grind's all about. It's similar to running rifts and stuff from what I've heard in Diablo. Mm-hmm. Uh but basically if you're raising your world tier uh before you've got good gear and all your abilities unlocked, then you're just putting yourself at a massive disadvantage for no actual gain. Uh oh, so you don't has get, guaranteed yeah. legendary drops at different points, so you're not gonna miss mm. out on them. And Although, like, say you want to run it on, I don't know if this is the exact number, but World Tier 7 means that enemies are going to be plus 4 levels. But right. it also means the drops you get are plus 4 levels. So you can be running at level 20, uh, and the enemies are all level 24, and the things that are dropping for you are 24. But until all your gear is level 24 and all your guns, you're not going to be doing the max damage and have the resistance to be able to compete sort of thing. Plus, your right. skills are always going to be at level twenty, because you can't. Your skills don't get a plus four level boost. Skills are just the level of your character. Uh, 
and by the time all your gear gets up to level 24 you'll have advanced to like maybe fighting enemies are 25 or 26 because you're not going to get all your gear in the space span of leveling up one thing mm. uh, so ah, you're just putting yourself at a disadvantage right uh, for, so no, for just that, no extra no extra value to it you're just putting yourself through more pain I went to World Tier 4 and kept it at that, I think, or 5. It's like, I think it's called Hard or Master. Uh, so it's still a challenge, like you're not breezing through it. But it was just more enjoyable that way. Then once I got to 30, I started raising the challenge tier and all that because I was starting to min-max my gear. Like, I can't go above mm. 30, so my abilities are as strong as they're ever going to get. So I need to up my gear and my gun level and all that shit to, you can eventually get up to level 50 stuff. Uh, even though your character is going to stay level 30. Uh, and uh, it's good. Sorry's good. Uh, nice. There was the wipe bug, which is finally fixed, but I think Scott was the only one like, affected by that in our group <laughs> <laughs> because he just had to push in to join in a, a fight to try and let level his gear. So he played co op, which had the biggest chance. Uh, oh, gotcha. Getting it. So his, it was a secondary character, fair enough. So. One that he doesn't like as much. He wasn't that fussed about losing things on, but basically all his gear's gone, all his resources from that guy, and he couldn't even launch uh, that character uh, until whenever they do this restoration thing is. They've patched it mm. now so that the gear isn't, like you're not losing your inventory anymore, but they're going to leave it for a bit before doing the restoration to make, like just to be 100% sure, I guess, that it's gone. Because the restoration's just going out at one time and everybody will get the equivalent gear back that they lost. It won't have the same roles or stats, but it'll be oh. the same pieces by name uh, that they lost. Which could suck if you... Like, uh, i seen on the Reddit Snoop Dogg was playing this. Like, you know how Snoop Dogg streams quite mm -hmm. a bunch, a lot, especially for somebody that's successful otherwise. Uh, he, he got the inventory bug while streaming. Lost his character, loaded into the thing. His character was fucking gearless, and he just went fucking nuts on stream. Oh my god, uh, I would have been, I would have been <laughs> mad. Yeah, but that's fixed now, so <laughs> can actually get back in it and grind it now. And it is, I hope there's a fucking Outriders too soon, or like there was no plan for DLC, and it's not a live service game that's getting updated and things. So hopefully, oh, with the success, something kick comes. Something out. Yeah, and I mean, I can understand people being mad about the bugs, but I just left it and went to another game while it was going on. Hmm. It sucks that it happened at launch, but ultimately it was fixed within a week. Like so, I, I, right, I don't it's... know. I get people back. I mean, I've got a different mindset because I'm coming from getting it free on Game Pass. It was just like, okay, I'll put this down for now. I've not paid for it. Who gives a fuck? Right. But I can understand people on PC that have paid 60 or whatever and then they can't play for a week being frustrated. But also, fucking the usual sending out stupid threats and all that doesn't fucking make it happen any faster. It doesn't it's do, not yeah, that it doesn't, one developer's fault. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't, do, it doesn't do jack shit to help anything. So it's like, what's, what's the fucking point? Yeah. But I don't know. The future's hopefully an Outriders 2, I think, more than DLC. And Outriders 2, where they make it an actual live service game once they see the success that it's had. Uh, although I, don't, I think just the studio don't want live service at all. So 
maybe we'll just have to sell for some DLC or some. There's hmm. a couple of loose ends that are like deliberately loose, but it ties up 90% of all the shit in it, so I don't think there could be a lot of DLC added. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this story definitely goes some places like that you wouldn't expect at all. Oh, really? That makes it yeah. that makes me interested in playing even more, especially when you're like, yeah, the single player is pretty good. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, like all you're doing, but like it's it works well. I'm good. Um, the story works well in co-op. Like you join in, and, but all it does is increase the amount of fucking enemies there are. <laughs> like it's mm. it doesn't take anything away. Like if you play it single player, you're just dealing with one person worth of enemies. If you play it with two, you're dealing with two persons worth and three or three. Uh, so uh, you you'll have the exact same experience minus some laughs and voice chat if you play it single player. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, for very cool. that, like when a story does actually flow through something as strong as this, I almost prefer doing it single player. Like my secondary characters, mm-hmm. I'll run through and in a group and I'll chat away and all that shit. But when there's cutscenes and all that stuff, I don't want fucking some dickhead talking in my ear when I'm trying to listen. Uh, right. I don't know. We'll see if just play anymore or if this sort of hype has passed because I could understand that as well. Because everybody was fucking playing this at lunch. <laughs> like, my friends list was like fucking 90% uh, was playing Outriders. Hmm. And then the only other thing is Sea of Thieves. <laughs> oh, of course. Man, I, I did go through after we recorded um, last time. I went through and played it the Maiden Voyage. Alright, nice. What did you think? It's it's super short, but man, it's it's fun. It's it's a shame it wasn't there when the game launched. Yeah, because it get I mean I know you're saying it's short, it gives you everything you need to know, but there's also you could replay it, there's secrets in there. Like did you find the secret stash to open up the fucking captain's quarter bit? And you get like twenty five. Uh, no, I, I didn't yeah. even think about it, but yeah, it's like they always just bury little fucking things and all these things. And everything they do with Sea of Thieves, there's always a little bit of hidden lore or something. But this one's actually like, I think it's 25 grand you get if you find it. Plus, uh, I don't oh, know okay. if it's like yeah. 250 doubloons, which is the, one of the other currencies for different things. Uh, but uh, like you said, somebody playing that day one and doing the maiden voyage is a lot better off than when we fucking played it at launch and it was like you talk to this merchant and you pick up a fucking I don't know, the crates weren't even in it at the start were you? Capture, capture animals that was, I don't know, the game was just bullshit yeah. at the start, it was go the here do this, bullshit. Uh, even like the mass didn't come down and all that stuff so I suppose that didn't need to be explained but it would just give you a fucking map and it didn't tell you a single thing like if yeah, I mean, hell, I'm, the game when it launched, it was literally, like, getting a few quests, doing a lot of, like, the message in the bottle shit, but, uh, yeah, just the, the main voyage, and it's cool to see how much that game has grown into, and what they've been able to, like, tack onto it with just the, the base mechanics being really well thought out. Yeah, and then with Season 2, uh... Most important thing, if you reach rank 13 on the free side of the battle pass, you get the Barrel Tuck emote, which means you disguise yourself as an island barrel, which is hmm. fucking amazing. 
Man, that reminds me of what was that game we were playing? Uh, Divinity, where you would just yeah, as a bush or a barrel, depending <laughs> on the fucking. Yep, just it's exactly stone. like that. Well, you can't move when you're in the emote. That's the only difference. Uh, but you could see somebody doing a fort, go to the nearest outpost, and just hide as a barrel. And then when they come to sell all their stuff, just pop up, and kill them. Uh, it's just uh, stupid fun. Uh, they've added a new fort type, which is. Uh, Forts of Fortune, I think it's called. Uh, they basically, it's a mishmash of all the like the Ashen Lords stuff, which is like big boss fights. Uh, plus the forts, it's like combined the two of them to make it like a super challenging fort. Uh, it's also a rare spawn, so every when it's when it goes up right now because it's fresh, everybody's fighting over it. Like so, it's end up you're seeing like. Some guy will start the fort, he'll get like half an hour in there, then another ship will show up and he'll have to defend himself. Uh, then, or get sunk, and then a fucking hour, two ships will show up ten minutes later fighting it and all that mm. stuff. So everybody's just it's going crazy. Uh, you could buy the resources from a dock now. Like, so if you want to start off and just get a crate of 50 cannonballs, you can. Uh, hmm. Instead of having to like raid the starter island and jump off in forts and look like if you go in and you want to just I don't know, I guess it helps PvP more or not, it helps both if you, if you jump in and you want to just have enough cannonballs and wood there to defend yourself as you do your shit, you don't need to waste time looking for it mm. you just buy it, it's like 5 grand or something for a cannonball crate with 50 cannonballs so it's like 1 or 2 of the better chests and you've paid for your cannonballs that's fine when you're carrying like 50 chests usually right what uh, else they've added it's almost like a fucking a play on a stock market of some kind uh, you can buy unrefined materials at one dock and like that dock might have a surplus of tea so you'll buy the tea and you check the ledger and you see who's most in need of the tea so you could decide to go there or you can just go to another outpost and not make as much profit but it might be a shorter journey or something like that then that outpost that you deliver the tea to might have a surplus of fucking minerals so you could take that to a different outpost that again has a high need for it and stuff so it's basically I don't think it's something to do on its own to grind it's like as I go to this outpost and I sell the loot from this quest, I'll pick up the surplus materials that they have, and then later on, if I end up at an outpost that want it, then I can offload that as well, sort of thing. So it just goes on top of whatever you're doing, as opposed to being something you specifically do on its own. Uh, I don't know, not much else. It's a new hmm. season pass with 100 levels and a shitload of different things to unlock and do. Uh, and I like this is season one ended uh, and then the next day was season two so there's no downtime which seems like right. a good approach because uh, I hate that like when I'm invested in a game and a season ends and then it's like in six weeks the next season will launch and then I start playing something else and don't go back for season two uh, you're like ah son of a bitch yeah and if you're still interested I guess we'll do the tall tale stuff I can't even remember where we got up to was it three yeah. or something I think we got three yep yeah uh, number four is the worst tall tale in the game. Just letting you know. Oh god, fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's like you get a magical fucking compass, and then that lets you see the constellations, and you need to like navigate based off of the fucking constellations you see, which you have to translate from whatever stupid stories in the book. So it might be like a fucking constellation A. I was had my back to constellation A while heading towards constellation C, and I turned around constellation D. And drop the chest mm. off at the island next to that. Some pish. It's a nightmare. Uh, that sounds stupid. Yeah. Mm. It'll be a lot of fun with you guys. Right? I know. <laughs> what stars do you see? <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they've also, starting the, in May, they've refreshed that emissary drops. Remember I was saying how if you're in the top 25%, you get the best rewards for that emissary. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's new drops to that. Like, so I've got all the sales, but now the next drops starting next month are the figureheads. But if you were to join it with me, it's like it's a it's a road that you follow. So while I would get the figurehead if I got in the top twenty five percent, you would get the sales. Like, because mm-hmm. I've already got drop one, you would get drop one while I get drop two, and then if I'm going for drop three, you'd be going towards drop two. So like, you don't actually miss anything. It's just you'll be whatever, like a month behind if you were grinding it, sort of thing, so you can get level one before you get level two. Hmm. Just tell us what so, we need to do. Yep, that's that's where yeah, I am. Play just tell us where we need to go. <laughs> yep. Mm. I mean, we can just throw a flag up as we do the tall tale, and we'll probably get a bit more PvP, but the sooner you get used to PvP, the better. <laughs> it's <laughs> at the stage now where I'm just going out solo and putting that Reaper flag up and just fighting everybody I see just to get more practice. <laughs> uh, the other day I sunk three ships on my own and like Damn. none of them were solo. I think one, two had two and one had three. And then fucking Billy showed up just as I was going to cash in. <laughs> so he got all the rewards for none of the effort like a cunt. Uh, <laughs> hey buddy, uh, what's that, going on? You need to help. You need some help carrying this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I definitely did. We spread out on deck, and it took up every fucking inch of the ship. Like there wasn't a bit of ship that you could see when the loot was spread out. Uh, hmm. So it did half the time running all that into the outpost, or well, the hideout. Like because if you're doing the Reaper stuff, you sell all with the one guy at the one island. It just again, that means that. Uh, people could camp on a reaper because they know you need to sell it there so the island's got shitloads of cannons all around it and loads of fucking pvp sort of food like the higher tier food to keep you fighting and blunder bombs and stuff it's just all designed about making people clash mm. but thankfully there was nobody there when we sold our stuff so we got to do it peacefully there you go yeah that's about uh and then i guess on to the news mm. Which is what fucking E three is back. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Uh, uh, it's all digital shows lined up, isn't it? The same yeah. as you like fucking EA are doing play still and PlayStation aren't showing up. Uh no, uh, Nintendo's actually doing something with it too. Yeah, it seems yeah, like yeah. I mean decent commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to me like it's just the same as it was left off, basically. Like PlayStation and EA doing their own thing, everybody else sort of yeah. involved in some way. Uh, I don't know. No, no, to me, to me, it's kind of a 
exciting just to get all of that within a couple days. Oh, uh, you mean you didn't like the Summer thing. Games Fest over like fucking eight years? <laughs> <laughs> but here's something uh, nice. Now wait another yeah. two months and we'll give you another announcement. Yeah, that's a fucking right. reskin of this. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Right. I think Xbox. Oh, X. Oh, fucking how how many years have we been saying Xbox? This is their time. Like, or they've got pressure on them to fucking do something. Like, they mm-hmm. definitely want to show up because they're riding some momentum right now. Uh, yeah. Which I guess we'll dive into because it's MLB is the next story coming to Game Pass. I know this is like two weeks too late, but fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> They're just coming off the back of Outriders launching on Game Pass, and now MLB coming to Game Pass day one means that we're going to boot up a Game Pass game that's going to say fucking Sony at the start screen. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's a bit weird the, Yeah, the funniest part is that apparently MLB said something. This wasn't even from what Sony said, that this wasn't Sony's decision. This is MLB wanting to do this. Yeah. So well, he probably and, said, "Look, fuck you. <laughs> you make so yeah, much and, more money." Yeah. And honestly, to me, it's like what I've seen on like people with Game Passes. Microsoft tailors like every contract very much like specific to whatever game they're doing or developer. Yeah. I I almost see this as they Microsoft gave some type of deal that it was just they could not turn down. Just yeah, it had to be too to get, good. Dude. Almost to yeah. get the news story. Because yep. it's it's fucking insane. Like yeah, I mean that's huge. MLB like, the show for PlayStation is a like a massive franchise. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's seventy dollars on PlayStation Five or free yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. That's and crazy. and um, what was it? There was a couple of people with Discord, and I said the same thing. I don't play baseball games. The only person who does is Castle. Um. I don't play any type of baseball game like that. Will I play it now? Yeah. Fuck it. I'll try it. I'm not paying for it. I mean, technically I'm paying for it, but not really like I'm not paying $60. Like if I walk away from it, I'm not feeling bad about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, like to, to me, another like crazy part about it is I think it's also coming to was it X cloud as well. Yep. So, I mean, those diehard people that can, essentially play it 24 7 god speaking of uh speaking of xcloud i've been sitting there shopping around like i'm probably going to order a controller from my phone because i was like looking at like even remote play like the xbox remote play somebody was talking about like you know because i get 5g service over at my work and they were just like you know the 5g service is really good even playing the remote play for xbox and i was like fuck me i was like that's really good and apparently the playstation's has stepped up their game too so I'm thinking about getting like one of those. Uh, have you ever heard of Backbone? Oh man, those look awesome. Uh, yeah, a lot of good press on them lately. Yeah, because they're like uh, pretty much they have a. Uh, I don't know if they make them for Android or not, but they make one for iOS, and uh, it plugs directly into the Lightning port, so it's immediately synced with the phone, and like apparently it's really good quality. And XCloud and uh, Remote Play for Xbox are native to that controller, and I'm like, fuck me! I was like, that looks so good. And so, yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. I'm thinking about just dropping it. Cause I was like, if I can, I was like, this is going to help me. This is going to make all my systems portable, which is exciting to me because there are certain times where I like, I have my switch and I'm like, but I want to play something that's on Xbox. And 
<laughs> I don't yeah, want to play my Switch. Like, I I'm kind of surprised that Xbox doesn't have their um, browser-based version of it up yet. Because yeah. one of the things I was thinking of was like, man, what if what if they had that up and going, and technically, like through the browser on the PlayStation, you could play MLB through XCloud. Yeah, that's <laughs> just yeah, that'd be yeah, insane. Pretty wild. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I think it's a smart move for Microsoft to to do that. Um, yet again, you know, there's people that are still like butthurt about you know it coming to Xbox, and I'm like, mm. I was like, if it, it's just it's sad to see how many. It's just like E3 when the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four were announced. Like now we're starting to see. Remember what I was telling you before, telling you guys before. It's like Sony gets ahead of themselves, and then they do a lot of misstepping. Like the PlayStation yeah. Two came out, they did huge. It was the biggest console ever. It was great. Then the PlayStation Three comes out, and they just assume that consumers are stupid. They're going to pay six hundred dollars for a console. That console starts out really, really weak, and then eventually, over time, once they start getting their head out of their asses, they'll do fine. PlayStation 4 comes out, it's great. PlayStation 5 comes out, they're doing the same shit again. They got their head so far up their asses, and their CEO is a dickhead, that it's just they're letting the same shit happen over again. You know, this isn't the big thing, but, like, you know, killing the PlayStation 3 store, which I understand why they're doing it, but, like, just murdering that store without trying to figure out any kind of solution of putting it on like a game pass esque type of system or anything like that. Not trying to bring any kind of value extra to the PlayStation five. And then just some of the, a lot of the missteps that they're doing are just asinine where you're just like, why, why they just assume that the PlayStation brand is going to sell consoles. And it's, you know, Microsoft is a prime example of why that doesn't work because right now it's like, I think the reason why it's not even because of like lack of consoles or stuff like that, or why the Xbox is selling out so fast, it's because of the fucking value that you're adding to it. I can buy that console for five hundred dollars. I can put spend one hundred and fifty dollars, and then I have hundreds of games for it for a whole entire year. And it's just it, that's in that's insane to me. Meanwhile, Sony's just like not budging from the seventy dollar price tag, not you know, not going over and making sure that a lot of these games are coming off of these, uh, these old systems are being preserved. They think the backwards compatibility is shit. It's just, there's a lot of things where Sony, it's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, and I'm a biggest Sony fan ever, but I can tell you when something's wrong, it's wrong. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're it's, still doing well, but it's, it's, yeah. they've not got the momentum to keep them going. Right. Like, I think they've just got the whole, fastest selling like ps5 is the fastest selling thing over this whatever opening yeah. months in history but yeah. i think this e3 might be the thing that mm -hmm. splits it like sony shows yeah. are good for individual games they're not yep. good for a lot of games uh, yep. whereas i think xbox might be ready to show if it's not stuff that's coming the end of this year it's like into summer next year and all that yeah. and with all and these fucking new studios they could show millions of fucking stuff to get all sorts of people hyped and another thing is that you're seeing too is that like with sony sony thinks that you know and i understand why the, why the system is selling right now it's not because of the fact that all the good games for it it's it's the whole entire like culture like the fomo aspect and even your casual people, it's like you have to, it's just like when the new iPhone comes out or anything comes out, you have to have like the new hotness and that's, 
that's the PlayStation 5. It's like people weren't buying them for the sake of like, oh my God, this is an excellent game library. And that's eventually, like you said, Toast, you know, Microsoft is trying to play the long ball and eventually it's going to get to the point where like, yeah, Sony's riding high on this shit, but eventually it's going to peter out. And then next thing you know, Microsoft, it's how the, it's how the PlayStation beat the 360. It was just in terms of general overall sales is because Microsoft sort of started petering out, worrying about the next gen. And Sony was like, well, fuck it. We'll just keep on slashing the price on this thing and making it cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And it's, you know, and then they started releasing good games towards the end of the life cycle. It's just Sony not doing this now and not striking while the iron's hot. It's just, all it's going to do in the end is just make Microsoft look 10 times better, which I mean, right now it already does. Like every time Sony has some kind of misstep, like Microsoft has something to step right in and say, Hey, by the way, while Sony's fucking up, we have this for you. How's that? You know, I think too, like going back to like the success of outriders, that shows the power of game pass on a new IP. Yep. Hey, this, and, the Outriders alone probably wouldn't have got. I mean, the, I mean, obviously a lot of people are itching for something new with the past year going on, but yeah, it's a tremendous risk to throw out a new IP out there. Right. But on when you have onto... one console that everybody has access to it, that drives the news cycle. Yeah, and it's yeah. I mean, it's it's a huge risk, but. I think people are starting to see now it's just the people who weren't sure about game pass or hated on game pass. Like those are the people that are now starting to see where it's like, Oh, you know, quality games do come out for game pass. And like, it, it's just funny. Cause I was having a, uh, a talk with someone the other day when they were talking about like, you know, game pass and PlayStation now and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, they're like, well, what's, you know, what's the big thing about PlayStation now? I was like, you see how they're significantly cheaper than one another? One's more expensive. And they're like, yeah. And they were like, you definitely get what you paid for in terms of like, I paid $40 for a year for PlayStation now for shits and giggles. And it's just, yet again, me being a big Sony person, I don't see myself going back to it. Especially a guy yeah. who owns a lot of physical games because like with Game Pass, like the biggest feature for me is that you can download the games. And so you know you're running at a native resolution, native yeah. frame rate, everything. With the streaming shit, I have my PlayStation 4 hardwired, and I have a really good internet connection. And I'm one of those guys where I looked at that game, I was like, something's wrong with this. I was like, this is fucked up. I actually brought out the physical copy of it, loaded it into a PlayStation 3, and it was running at a lower resolution, like the the streaming version. They're like, oh, it runs at the same resolution. I was like, that's bullshit. I was like, this is why the streaming <laughs> shit doesn't work right now. I was like, it's too fucking all over the place. I was like, you should be able just to download all these games, fuck a cloud, just download all the games and be able to do that. That was a big feature for Game Pass for me. And for the fact that they're just like adding to that momentum, adding a bunch of shit to it. I know it sounds like we're being paid by Microsoft, but I got to give credit where credit's due. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got PlayStation now with the whole fucking price reduction and I've played nothing on it. I don't know how many yeah. months I've had that now. It must be going on yep. six. At least. Yeah, I think we're because you're around the same. We were around the same time. Yep. Yeah, and I've yeah. fuck, I've not touched it. I've looked through the library and I'm like, oh, I could maybe play that. And I'm like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in the same exact boat where it's just. But Game Pass. I mean, you guys got me into Sea of Thieves. Like I tried Outriders. Like I played fucking every. Was it friend every? I played more games on it multiplayer than I ever have in the past. Like five years 
and because just of, and like GTA back on there as well. Like yep. Console and yeah. cloud. Yep. And uh, yeah. another cool. Uh, speaking of the Game Pass, they they have that thing now where you can pick up like the EA Play for twelve months for thirty bucks, and it converts into four months of Game Pass. So you essentially, you know, it's like buy three months, you get one for free. Microsoft, if you're listening, I will take a free Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's just that. I just, I can't talk about it enough. I've played more of my Xbox this gen than I did last gen. And at the rate it's going, it's going to be, it unless Sony does something significantly different, it, the gap is going to start to spread out. And they can't just yeah. bank on freaking the new God of War coming out. It's like, that can't be the only thing you worry about. You know, you got to start putting pressure on other shit too. Because I mean, right now Game Pass is making its living off a third party for the most part. But there's yep. going to be a tipping point because they've got so many fucking studios now. Once they get on an actual release schedule, and yeah, everything's like might not like I said, it might not be this winter, it's, but by next winter they're going to have a couple of games coming out this season, this month, and then. Maybe two months later, there'll be another couple of games, and then there'll be three. Yeah, it's, they're gonna pull in. They're gonna pull in Nintendo. Like you know, Nintendo was like building the first year the Switch came out, and why it was like so hot. Remember, they were releasing like a big name release every month. And I have a feeling that Microsoft keeps going the way they're going. Like, yeah, they're absorbing all these studios and everything, and people are like, well, they're not doing anything with them. They have the potential of releasing a one hot game a month and we're not talking just like games of service stuff we're talking like you know heavy single player games because that's in their big focus and like yeah and the cool thing is too is because microsoft has as much money and letting things go with the stuff like the medium like toast and i both played it in all earnest a couple years ago microsoft would never would have did a game like that and especially a strictly single player game that was like 15 hours long like for the fact that they're absorbing like all these companies and doing all these things it's like we get games like that and it was really successful i don't think there's ever a phys- there's not a physical copy of the medium never came out it's just all been digital and i'm pretty sure like it was just game pass for the most part like i wouldn't have bought a copy of it because there would have been no point like i want to play through it again because i want to play the pc version yeah so. i think like one one thing that i think as far as game pass goes that microsoft needs to be careful on is when one of these big titles has a massive following and then it's time for its like contract to come to an end on game pass and yeah. it falls off of it that just the the new cycle could turn so right. it's it's probably a very fine line that they have to walk on that yeah the only the only thing i would say is like to help counteract that is like offering like maybe offering heftier discounts on stuff you know what i mean like instead of, what is it like 10% or something like that right now like if and, they and actually it, go ahead. Oh, so, hell, maybe even if it's a, a a time put into a game or something like that, that it's a calculated discount. Yeah, something something to that matter. Like thinking of something where it's like, you know, like you said, like the amount of time that Toast is put into GTA. Like if it was coming off a of Game Pass, and they were like, hey, do you want to buy the, you know, this copy? Hey, you got two hundred hours in. Do you want to buy it for twenty bucks or something like that? Of course, you would want to keep it in your collection. Or, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. But the thing is, they offer well, some more successful these games are. The more subscribers Game Pass will get, so the more yep. money mm-hmm. they put back to the studio to keep it on or to get the next game on. Yeah, that's very true. Yep. It's like to keep the you know because like you said, I'm sure there's a couple what they call them. They're probably evergreen titles where they always make money. 
you know, so yeah, they yeah. probably have like a section of evergreen titles where it's like, you know what, regardless of whether you buy it for a year or you're five years in, like these 20 titles are all, almost like the PlayStation Plus collection, like where there's like 12 or 15 titles will always stay there, you know, regardless of with your subscription, because I'm sure Sony did the same thing where it's like, we'll pay you this amount of money or throw this money, much money back into your studio and you have these core games here. Yeah, because I'm just... This might take a while to get through. I'm just looking at the Xbox Game Studios. Mm-hmm. Like, what they own now, so what we know is coming. You've got Halo Infinite. Obviously, you know it's coming. Somebody called Alpha Dog Games, that's a mobile-based studio, so I'm not going to expect anything from them. But then you've hey. got Arcane, who are currently working on Deathloop, which, although it has a PlayStation deal, will come to Game Pass whenever that expires. Right. Uh, they have Bethesda, themselves like Starfield and the Elder Scrolls 6 then you have Bethesda Softworks who we don't know what the fuck they're doing right now, uh, Compulsion Games that done We Happy Few we don't know what they're working on Double Fine, Psychonauts 2 uh, Ed Software obviously the next mm, Doom yep. or whatever the fuck comes from them In Exile Entertainment that done Wasteland 3 most recently they'll be on to something else Uh, Machine Games uh, are doing Indiana Jones I know that's exciting that's really exciting to me is Indiana Jones Uh, (laughs) Mojang I don't think they're working on anything they're just staying on Minecraft Uh, Mm, they're probably doing certain with Hellblade 2 coming Uh, fucking Obsidian they're working on Grounded and the Avowed thing which is like a Skyrim-esque game that we've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Playground. It's Fable, isn't it? They're working on uh, yep. Rare are working on Everwild as well as Sea of Thieves are ongoing. Uh, need to get. Need to. I need a new Conquer and a new fucking Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> God damn it! I don't need to go <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> uh, somebody called Road Roundhouse Studios. Uh, mm. They were only just recently acquired by Bethesda, so nobody knows much about them. But they've done everything from FPS to RPGs. Somebody called Tango Gameworks. That's uh, the Ghostwire Tokyo oh, Tango. thing. That's yeah, uh, Tango. Mark's favorite series. Y- yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tango oh, Game yeah, Works, they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tokyo is, is PlayStation exclusive, that Ghostwire thing. But after that, Microsoft now owns them. So, uh, the Coalition are be doing the next Gears, like the end of that second trilogy. Uh, the Initiative, working on Perfect Dark. Is that, is that a rumor or is that confirmed? No, that's confirmed. Okay. Turn 10, doing fucking Forza. Uh, Undead Labs doing <laughs> State of Decay. You're like that's you're like we could take a break for Forza. We're good. Thanks. <laughs> World's Edge doing Age of Empires. Uh, mm. Xbox Game Studios themselves. We don't know what they're doing. Zenimax Online uh, maintaining Fallout and Elder Scrolls Online. Don't know if they're doing mm. anything. But I mean, all these studios are fucking. That's all going to be day one Game Pass whenever they're. Like right. as and of the it, end of next year, like how many games I, is that they're going to be bringing out regularly? That's where like Bethesda, you know, I wish like Bethesda with the, you know, even though the exclusivity deal, like that's where I think Microsoft would get a really good foothold if they release their multiplayer games to other systems, but then just made it crossplay, and they're the ones that open up crossplay. You know, trying to get all these people in, like, hey, come on, motherfuckers, like. Let's do this. You know, you guys, we're releasing this game to your console. All least you can do is play along. 
you know. Yeah, it's going to be like a big massive fucking blob that feeds itself all different ways. Like, oh yeah, it's exactly what it's going to be. Subscriber yep. numbers because yep. of the success of Outriders, and then because of the increased subscriber numbers, you're going to get another third party game that comes on, which then helps. They end up making profit because they're not going to like. I know they do the whole take a loss to get the subscriber number. I think at this point, Game Pass is probably in profit. If not now, then it will be by the time all the Bethesda shit starts coming out. Uh, so that money feeds their own studios to make better stuff. And then the name of Game Pass fucking entices more third party until it's just a fucking... Like, they, that's what the past two years we've been saying. They don't really... Like, they're going to keep doing consoles, but they don't care about them. It's all about subscriber count. Wait, like, when, you st- when you start getting into... I mean, Game Pass being like a standalone app that you can run. Yeah, it's like going to be on TV. TVs and, all that. and shit like that. Got, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to blow up at that point. Yep. And then <laughs> did they just drop the name Xbox? Does it just become the Game Pass console? <laughs> like, I think the name like Game Pass could become bigger than the fucking name Xbox over time. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Like the potential is crazy, and it seems like they're actually going like taking the steps towards realizing the potential as opposed to fucking up like they've done with a lot of things microsoft themselves like uh skype's still a thing did you know that (laughs) there's a lot of different shit that they've messed up but it seems like game pass is one that they're keeping tight control of and keeping it going in the right direction if they up the price of game pass and then like you said just released it as like a standalone thing and they were just like, you don't have to buy consoles anymore. For twenty dollars a month, you can have this, this, and this. You know, over and they're and they're doing it right because of the fact that they're trying to actually perfect the streaming aspect of it in other ways, like with mobile and things like that, rather than just doing it on a freaking huge TV. If they did it and they became like Stadia, and they were just like, you know, instead of paying for each individual game, you just pay twenty dollars a month for it. God, that would. You could stop selling consoles, and then it would just make fucking buku money. You just made it a streaming service to play freaking high end video games. Yeah, that would that would be insane. I would I would pay for it because it'd be like Sega Channel, like I've been saying this whole entire fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> full circle here. Yup, full circle. Put the same fucking menus of it. Put Sega. Have Sega do all the logos. We're perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like for the amount I play Sea of Thieves right now, there's I would pay. See if we were talking about just paying a subscription to play Sea of Thieves, I would happily pay twenty a month to have access yep. to Sea of Thieves. Then everything then, else on top and, of that's just fucking sugar on top. Like right, well, milk. perfect, perfect example is like you know the things like why Game Pass is doing well for, for like me and stuff like that, and why I think it's doing really well is like a lot of those niche titles that were afraid to come out in Game Pass due to lack of sales because of the fact that like disc pressing and things like that. Like, look at the Yakuza series. Like, that's a big one. Like, you, that's always been a PlayStation title. And, you know, it was a very, like, niche title, you know, in terms of, in terms of just the sheer game itself. But now somebody like, like, Utos, like, you have the ability to play it. And other than, you know, porting the game over, there's really no more overhead. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, trying to advertise it or anything like that or trying to, you know, it's in Game Pass. So somebody's going to eventually stare at that menu anyway. It's just, it's that kind of stuff where an Octopath Traveler, like a freaking hardcore RPG, 
just you know, which Microsoft is not normally known for, got released to Game Pass, and there was no rumblings. I don't even know if it's on PlayStation Five. All I know is I downloaded it to Xbox. Like yeah. that's yeah, it's that shit's cool to me. That's that's the kind of shit that I'm hoping. No, I forget. I don't know about you, but Destiny Two is mm. on Game Pass. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it's a big game for a lot of people. Like, obviously, I fell off it because I was way too deep into it for too long. But well, you're yeah. a pirate now. You're not a uh... <laughs> space yeah. pirate. Yeah, yep, I could, I could fucking go into the bath, and I could fucking be a pirate. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Because you tell the missus, it's my me time. R. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, hilarious. Because, uh, I mean, you, they've got EA, obviously, so you've got, if you're not getting things day one there, you're getting it discounted, plus you're getting the vault access and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Fucking how long is it before Ubisoft strikes some sort of deal up with them? Because they don't do massive multiplayer things, really, do they? It's more single-player mm-hmm. focused. So there's got to be a yeah. number that they two can reach that would make both sides happy. Yeah. And you've got all I these single-player new... fucking things from Ubisoft coming. I want a new Rayman, goddammit. Oh man! In fact, there's yeah. my bold. There's a prediction for E3. There is some sort of partnership with Ubisoft and Game Pass. I predict there's some partnership with Sony. No, <laughs> God of War's coming to Game Pass. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm looking through the most popular in the Game Pass app, and you've got Forza, Minecraft, GTA, NBA, 2K21. Is that I, the last year's one, or is that the current one? Yeah, That'll be it's last, last year's. year's yeah. yeah. Yeah, so 22, Aye, but still fourth most popular if this is the way they're actually filling it. Then you've got Outright, uh, Sea of Thieves, Outriders, Madden, EA Sport, uh, FIFA, the Master Chief Collection, Destiny 2, fucking Ark, Gears 5, Star Wars, Battlefront 1 and 2 are both up there in the popularity. Hmm. Then this must be regional because Cricket 19's in there. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> English. <laughs> <laughs> cricket 19's in there. Fucking pieces. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, and they've also just integrated support with Alexa, which I got a notification about the other day. So you oh, can really? go Alexa, download this from Game Pass, and it'll do it to whatever your linked console is. Uh, oh wow! Fuck me! I had to try that today. Then it's uh, well, uh, it's only in America. I was going to say, so <laughs> you can try it. I can't. Yeah, but it won't be long before they expand it to the US, uh, UK, even. And, uh, Very cool. Some talk that I didn't expect. Yep, I know. It's like, uh, thanks for joining the Microsoft Game Pass podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's an exciting spot in gaming in terms of that. And like I said, it's, it's just cool to see games that I would never try be able to try without any kind of consequence. And I mean, you know, because like I said, Sea of Thieves for me definitely wouldn't have been a game I wanted to play and you guys are like give it a try and I'm like well you know what's the harm in that like I don't have to buy this game and so I just downloaded it and then next thing you know I enjoyed it so it's yeah I understand I understand why and people have to understand why we talk about it so much is because I mean it's just overall it's just a solid thing to have yeah yeah because I mean if you I mean obviously I bought GTA but right. if you look at my most played games, they're all now in Game Pass. Like GTA's yep. there, Sea of Thieves there, Destiny's there. Fucking, that's that's yeah. going forward. Like, there's no reason for me to buy fucking games. Like, right. There's been times too where, like, especially on Xbox, like 
I'm like, should I buy this? No, nah, I'll just wait a little bit until it comes to Game Pass. Or what happens is you, you get this thing I've been calling the Game Pass effect, where if it, if I really want the physical copy being a collector, I wait till it goes to Game Pass and the physical copy takes a dive oh, in terms of price. And then I end up buying yeah. the physical copy because I'm like, oh, cool. And I'll still download the Game Pass copy because that way it just, you know, I you have it. In the system. Desk. Right. I don't have to, yeah, I don't have to sit there and fumble with a disc. And so it's just. It's that, but then I buy the game like two months later for a third of the price that it's normally retailing for. So, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Right. I mean, see if I look yeah. at it logically, I could, I would spend, like, I've, the amount of games that go on that day one are all the things that I play. And right. I, before this, I would happily buy one, maybe two games a month. So mm-hmm. I'm probably getting like 60 to 100 value out of Game Pass. Like, yeah. once this release every, stuff picks up. Every month. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then the ongoing thing was fucking Sea of Thieves, GTA. And I mean, I've fucking GTA is like eight years I've been playing that fucking thing now. Uh, and you obviously, if a thing's in Game Pass, you get that fucking discounted DLC. So I, I don't know, I'm assuming shark cards are discounted right now, which is like GTA's big seller. So how much money do they make off that? Uh, fuck knows. Anyway, I've got shit to do. People to be, places to see. <laughs> that was the wrong way around. And I think my internet's just died. Hello? No? We're here. Maybe Bob's dead. Uh, so, organic? Where can people Oh, you son of a bitch. Don't, don't even <laughs> ask me. Don't even ask me. You can find us on social. <laughs> I think I don't I never remember. I think it's just <laughs> at complete geeks. I don't think that is in there. It, it is at complete geeks, yes. Yeah. Uh links for Discord will be in the show note. <laughs> uh Bob's <laughs> typing, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at complete geeks. <laughs> uh I will sort out uh community play, I guess we should fucking restart that shit. Uh yep, that'll be good. For Sunday, yeah, I'm not leaving till Monday, so I'll be there. All uh, right, perfect. I'll have it out by Thursday, so people have got time to download it. And uh, Discord and on Twitter. Uh, right. See you next week. See you. Or two weeks. Complete.